Right? Okay. Enough said. I'm very joyful that you're all here today, and very joyful that you're here today on a special day that we have every few months called Holy Conferencing. And for those of you who've done this before, uh, we start worship here, and then after the passing of the peace, bring your program, don't have to bring a hymn this time, and we're going to mosey back there into the fellowship hall, we're going to have a little bit of time of refreshments, and worship will continue. Uh, along with discussing some of the business of the church in a way that won't feel like a business meeting as much as possible, but we'll get things done. So we can actually be holy in our worship and holy in the way that we run the church. Courtney has a couple of announcements. Good morning, everyone. Beautiful day. Beautiful day. Um, today we have just two announcements. Number one is, remember we have the pancake breakfast the day before Mother's Day. Please consider bringing someone to our Mother's Day pancake breakfast. It's not just for mothers. Anybody can come. And several people at Jeannie has tickets and Cindy has tickets. And I'm sure they'd be very happy to sell you a ticket to the pancake breakfast. We also have coming up our community tag sale, bake sale, I don't know, are we doing bottle drive <laughs> Anything that happens to happen, you can rent a space for the tag sale, or it's also got crafters. If you're a crafter and want to rent a space, um, see Daryl about that, I guess. All right. And I believe that's it for the announcements. We will begin with entering into God's light. Yeah, no, thank you. Oh. Okay, so. Lord, may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto thee, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer, either through us or in spite of us. Speak to us, thy people, we pray. Amen. Amen. So, this is nothing new. What we do today has been a part of Methodism for over 200 years. Amen. We get together on a quarterly basis because Methodists have done that since the beginning of the movement. We get together and mix worship and business at our annual conferences and the New York Annual Conference every year. And the business of the church becomes our worship and our worship becomes our business. Because it's about accepting that we have to love God consistently. We don't go to church and act one way and then leave church and act another. This helps us to try to practice to remember that it's all about doing the same thing no matter what because God is there watching over us. And we know that God is always watching out for us, amen? amen. And God is not just up there high in heaven, detached from our everyday life. God as a father is loving and caring and wants that love and care and joy to come to us. And God is so loving and caring and joyful that God comes to us not only as a father, but as our son, his son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in the Holy Spirit, to be our buddy, as well as God's son and God's father. Now, in the 23rd Psalm that we heard earlier today, we heard that word shepherd. And we learned in our faith group on Wednesday night from a rabbi that we were listening to in a video that the word shepherd in Hebrew that, that was originally written in, that's related to the word in English that we would say buddy. 
a shepherd was like a buddy, and there were good reasons for a shepherd to be a buddy because he kind of had to be a buddy because a shepherd is in there knee-deep and elbow-deep in the grease of the shepherd sheep all the time. Okay, guess what? Shepherds get stinky. They smell like the sheep. And the sheep know this. They trust the shepherd because not only do they know the voice of the shepherd, the shepherd smells like them. And that's our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, our best buddy, who's willing to be a shepherd in the midst of us, his sheep. Now, when I went to summer camp as a kid, we'd go swimming in a lake. I'm sure you folks have done that, something like that at some point. And when we went for a free swim, we had this thing called a buddy system. And you had to pair off with another kid. And when the lifeguard blew the whistle, you had to find your buddy and make sure that you were with them. And this was very important because if there was an emergency, the lifeguard had to quickly know where everybody was, is everybody accounted for. And so this is great, and I can't remember that I ever had to use a buddy system because somebody was drowning, but I'm sure it does save lives all the time. And we need to practice that sort of accountability to one another if we're going to be buddies like Jesus. We need to live as if other lives depend on our being there for one another when that call comes, just like the sheep can rely on the shepherd. And even when we don't know someone very well, a buddy system reminds us that people need to depend on one another the way that we depend on Jesus, like a buddy. And it might sound a little uncomfortable to think of Jesus like a buddy. But in today's reading from John 10, we can see it was Jesus himself who invited us to think of Jesus as a good shepherd, a caring buddy, whose whole life is invested in us, the way the shepherd was completely invested in the sheep. Wherever people live, Jesus is watching out for those who are created in love by God, like a shepherd. And we need to remember that on a daily basis. God as Jesus came to earth and rolled in the same stink and joy of life as we do. Jesus even felt the pain of death on a cross. He felt the pain of death like we do so that the joy that we feel from the risen Christ wouldn't be just a story about Jesus, but it would be our story, the story that we can have in our lives to escape sin and death through Jesus, the good shepherd of God. He rose from the dead, smelling like God's sheep, to save us, God's sheep. Now, following Jesus is about accepting Jesus as our shepherd and being sheep who learn to act like our shepherd, like we saw during our children's moment this morning. So as Christians, faith calls us to become a buddy like Jesus. Amen? Amen. And a buddy's not just someone who makes you feel good. A buddy tells you the truth about what you're doing, hopefully, and when you need to hear it, hopefully. And a buddy sticks with you, even when you're a bit of a stinky mess. Right? And a buddy like Jesus is all about training others to be shepherds so that more and more sheep can be taken care of and become shepherd buddies and make new flocks. Now, what makes a church like the flock of Jesus? It's not about the size of the flock. It's how much the flock accepts the leadership of Jesus and trains others to lead people like Jesus through being buddies like Jesus. A flock that accepts 
that they have a shepherd and grazes on the grass for its own sake, forgets that feeding is meant for walking the right paths that God has given us as a flock. A flock that claims Jesus as their shepherd then spends most of their time out there in the world that will desert you when you need the protection of Jesus the most is the flock that will lose track of the smell and the sound of their Savior. And you'll be exposed to great dangers along the way without your shepherd. And staying in the flock of our shepherd Jesus makes us a different kind of flock because we do these things. Because Jesus is not interested in a handful of people who knew him 2,000 years ago or a handful of people who still care about him today. No. Jesus wants one flock, one shepherd, for one world. And this is our purpose here today. So Jesus established a new kind of buddy system, a system where we can all become obedient sheep and all become obedient, loving, caring shepherds. And we can't really call ourselves Christians until we accept that buddy system that Jesus requires us to have, to be both a sheep and a shepherd. And Jesus laid down his life for us as our shepherd so that we can lay aside a life that leads only to death and pick up a life that will allow everybody in this world to live in Christ forever. Now, maybe that word forever doesn't always ring very strongly in modern people's ears. Maybe it sounds like a fairy tale or something that we'll deal with at the end of our lives. But Jesus came to us to offer us eternal life in this world, not just in the next. Amen? Amen. Jesus came to us as our shepherd to let us know that the flock of forever is meant to be here right now. And so Jesus gave us a buddy system that can live in you and everyone forever, one person at a time, one family at a time, one community at a time, one set of praying and helping and trusting hands at a time, so that the world will see and hear and know that the shepherd king lives forever. And this church, maybe you think you're not big enough for that to matter. It does. Because we're part of God's biggest mission ever. The mission of saving all of God's sheep through God's everlasting love in Jesus. So years from now, when the time comes, you're going to have a new pastor. I don't know when that's going to happen. Not anytime soon. But it will. And where will you be in the flock of Jesus when that happens? Will you be off in the rocky land of modern life, wondering why the shepherd who you ran away from can't find you? Will you be in a sheepish, will you be a sheepish bystander in the flock of Jesus, wondering why the flock doesn't have its own shepherds when you know that Jesus has called you to be following in the footsteps of the shepherd king? Will you be locking the doors of this church, ready to close it forever? Wondering why people didn't come when you never stepped outside of those doors to be shepherds for these people in our community or open these doors when they needed us as their flock the most? Or will you be looking at your children and your children's children and wondering why don't they follow in the footsteps of Jesus when you never made your own life and your own flock of household look like the flock of Jesus? So you see... I wear this robe to look like a shepherd, but this robe doesn't make me Jesus. Okay? It's Jesus who's the shepherd. It's Jesus 
who you need to follow. It's Jesus who you need to bring into your life. It's Jesus who you need to make your buddy so that we can all have a buddy system that lasts far beyond whoever puts on this robe next in this place as your shepherd. We can raise all the money we need. We can have wonderful worship services. We can take care of our properties until they downright sparkle. But if this isn't a place that sends people out in the world that smell and sound like our shepherd king, Jesus Christ, then Jesus laid down his life for nothing. Now, we're here to build that buddy system, a buddy system that asks us to practice being with one another in Christ and serving one another in Christ so that whenever God's whistle blows, we will know where our buddies in Christ are and bring the saving grace of God to them and allow them to bring it to us. We have to make this system last. It takes work. And guess what? It's worth it. Every soul is worth it. You're worth it. And the world can be a better place when we buddy up with the world in you, in Jesus. Learn about shepherding with your buddies in Christ. Jesus will be glad you did. Amen. 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 As our appetizer here, before we depart, we have some official business to conduct. And so I call upon Debbie Moore, chairperson of our church council. And Debbie, if you could kindly follow the uh, agenda that's printed in the orange. Yeah, I don't know about the reading of the board I'm sorry? Uh, pardon me, Debbie. Okay. I got the right. No, I guess it's white. I don't know what that is. The meeting shall come to order. Oh, okay. Okay, and then we can have people read the Holy Conference. Okay, we're okay. on the table. Oh, okay. Okay. I asked the meeting to come to order, and I'm told on the table you have the Holy Conferencing rules, which are these little cards. And what I'm going to do is ask a different person to read one roll piece. Michael, could you read the first, please? Thank you. Every person is a child of God. Thank you. Uh, Elaine, could you read number two, please? Listen before speaking. Edna, could you read number three, please? Strive to understand from another point of view. Ethel, can you see to read number four? Strive to reflect the views of others. Uh, Carol, could you read number five, please? Disagree without being disagreeable. Uh, Corky, could you read number six, please? Speak about issues. Do not defame people. Uh, Jocelyn, could you read number seven, please? Pray in silence or aloud before decisions. Um, who wants to read number eight? Okay, Elaine. Let prayer interrupt your busyness. Thank you very much. Okay, we have uh, established voters for a meeting. Who would you like to have voting, Madam Chairperson? Um, members of the church. Okay. And on the board, we have tradition trustees. Which? Wait. Just follow the board. Here we go. Yellow. Yellow. 
Which? Not yet. Um, the next bullet is acceptance of minutes. Oh, excuse me. Um, the minutes from last meeting, I don't know who has them. Who remembers what happened at the last meeting? Sally has them. I, I didn't print them out, so um, last meeting we had a regular um, church service, and then we came back here and we did an activity with guests um, with Oreo cookies, and then making our own cookies. And that was incorporated into part of the sermon, too. And then from there, uh, we um, also had the treasurer's report, and uh, it was a, a small discussion afterwards. That's it. Okay. Uh, I move we accept the minutes of Second. Second. Everybody approve? Agree? Okay. Okay. The next one is the finance report. There's a budget on the table. If you do not have one, let us know and we will try to give you one. Plenty of extras up here. Does somebody from the uh, finance committee want to explain what's going on here? If not, the pastor will. Edna? All right, Edna wants me to do it. Um, what you have here is um, what we had budgeted to be going on and what is going on. The uh, first part there under income indicates annual income. The second column represents <coughs> quarterly income and expenses. So for the first quarter, we took in $38,769. If you go to the third page, you'll see that our expenses were $28,185 for a net balance of $10,584.13. Now we're still recording expenses, so I wouldn't take this as gospel, that that's exactly what our financial position is. But... Um, Overall, our financial position appears to be sound. Okay, and so we look to be at least able to perform in alignment with our budget. As you can see on that third page, we're budgeted for 142,000 for the year, with a net negative 527. Uh, the bank accounts, as you can see at the bottom, we're doing okay. Any questions, comments, or concerns about the financial report? And I emphasize that uh, this is our first shot at a reasonably accurate financial report in a few months. Emphasis few. Uh, and we're working towards getting it as 100% accurate as possible so that when we report to the Connecticut district, we can be as exactly to the penny as we can possibly be. Madam uh, Chairperson, if there is no other uh, discussion on this, could we um, have someone please call for an acceptance of this report? Somebody want to make a motion, please? I move we accept the report as printed. Second. 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 Second.
Anybody from trust, uh, staff, pastor, parish, uh, pardon me, board of trustees care to speak to that? Actually, it's for, uh, yes, that's for trustees. I guess uh, I'm speaking for trustees unless somebody else will. Dave? I'll, I'll just speak on this. We um, in need of an additional uh, member uh, so we can, on our monthly meetings, we can be assured of having a quorum. We've asked Linda Kirk to um, fill in. She has agreed. And um, so that's, uh, that's what that line item is, is about. Um, do we need to do any action on that, or is it just a yes. comment on it? We need a vote of the church council. Uh, according to the 2016 United Methodist Book of Discipline, we may appoint odd interim trustees, which means that we can vote now as a church council, and uh, her election has to be confirmed at our church conference in the fall. Is that you need to do on closed ballot or just by, by date? There's no method specified, so I would suggest that we can do it as a vote. Okay. How long is the period for? Uh, until the church conference in the fall. Same procedure, different page in the discipline, same same idea. Okay.
clarify, that was uh, part of our church conference vote last fall. So mm-hmm. no vote is required, and we thank both of you deeply for your service. Thank you. AOB. AOB. Any other business? Any other business? <laughs> Sorry, agenda emails. I was trying to figure that out. No other business? Then we will close this. Oh, okay. any other business you like? No. Okay. Any other business? Then we will close this official meeting. Thank you very much, Madam Chairperson. You're welcome. And thank you again for all of your service. Let us join together in the prayer confession after the official business agenda. On Fengshi. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors. And we have not heard the cry of need. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Before we have our closing hymn, I will draw to your attention a gold insert. If you heard things speak to you about being a sheep and being a shepherd, I invite you to take this sheet home. It says, Shepherding Guidelines for South Meriden Trinity United Methodist Church. If you're wondering, How do you really apply this to your lives? I encourage you to look at this, reflect on it on the right-hand side of the sheet, and share it with somebody who you trust. If you want to speak with me about that, that's fine. Okay, But I encourage you to grow in being a sheep and a shepherd of Christ. With that, let's sing joyfully from... Which sheet? The yellow insert. The yellow insert. On the back of that sheet I was just holding up on the right hand side, it says, I'm so glad Jesus lifted me.